The brain processes nearly 10,000 visual and oral cues per minute. As first impressions stick, make the customer see your business in the right way. Funky Vibes can ensure your vibes attract the right tribe with their marketing expertise, graphic design, bespoke websites, and social media packages. For more information or a no-commitment initial consultation, simply email your tribe at funkyvibe.co.uk. You're listening to Go Fish, exclusively on the Pod Station. Welcome everyone to episode 41 of the Go Fish Marketing Podcast. My name's Mark, my business is Funky Vibes. Joining me as always are my fellow co-hosts. <laughs> now we'll now I'm not editing this show, so we'll see whether that little fraudulent slip goes in. Um, it is the lovely, the wonderful, the person who's editing the show, so hopefully we'll leave that bit out, Elaine Atherton from To Sum It Up. How are we doing, Elaine? God, I'll leave the, the lovely bit in about me, obviously. I, I might uh, <laughs> I might take that bit out of what you said, but who knows? <laughs> but it's good to be here anyway. <laughs> and, of course, the person who would absolutely and unequivocally leave that fraudulent slip in. It is the equally wonderful <laughs> Chris Roxburgh from My Marketing Guy. How are we doing, Chris? I'm doing okay, thanks, Mark, and no question about it, I would leave that in. I'm quite right, because you know I would do exactly the same as well. I know you would. So, thank you for listening to the show. If this is your first time, then perhaps we should briefly explain that we each come from slightly different areas of expertise within the marketing and sales world uh, and we choose a topic we focus on it and try and give you some tips and some advice that will hopefully help you make the most of the budget and to perhaps generate more customers more business more sales etc um, if this is the first episode then you'll be pleased to know that there's another 40 that you can go back and listen to if you want to find those then you can either go to the, the podstation.co.uk forward slash go fish where you'll find links to all of the major podcast platforms or if you just type in go fish marketing podcast you'll probably find it uh, you can subscribe then when we do future episodes they will drop onto your device or as i say you can go back and look at the historic shows and check those out as well if you have a topic that you would like to suggest or perhaps if you have any questions once you've listened to those episodes if you send an email to gofish at the podstation.co.uk we will obviously get back to you and, and answer whatever questions alternatively if you want to get in touch with us on social media or on linkedin facebook instagram and twitter you can also listen to the full show now on youtube uh, which we've started we haven't quite yet got to the point where we record the uh the show live with the visual um, largely because both Chris and I are aware that we have uh, faces for radio and not necessarily for TV uh, but, speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but we may well change that in the not too distant future once I've got over my ability to say host um, then we will perhaps be able to uh, to do it relatively unedited and therefore we won't need to worry about the visuals so there you go uh, right 
Uh, we normally try and stick in a new section, uh, a feature. So uh, we normally cover a news item that's happened since the last show uh, just to discuss what the relevance might be to our particular field, perhaps to help you adjust your marketing strategy. Or if it's not necessarily directly related, you might be able to get some ideas on what you're doing at the minute. Uh, now, uh, who would like to mention the news item that we have on our list for today? Elaine, would you like to do it on the basis that you found it anyway? Well, it was um, what very topical at the moment. Uh, sadly, many of us all know Debenhams, uh, which is a huge store across the country, isn't it? And it's been around for many, many years. And... Uh, ultimately anyway it's been bought out but the the sad bit is is there isn't going to, there aren't going to be stores anymore it's going to be online uh in its new guise so yeah not 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 a, a great story but then there's not that many great stories around at the moment but as i suppose the 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 story behind it is is you know from the marketing and how they they operate it's just going to be worlds apart from how they've operated now yeah and and, and even though they're massive I guess there's going to be people who've got lots of smaller businesses who've had to face the same decisions, haven't they? To take a business online seems to be a great route for, for many people at the moment. You're absolutely right, Elaine. It is terribly sad that uh, that Debenhams is going. It's been uh, it's been well. It it was a it was a family day out, wasn't it? For uh, mm. for many people, once upon a time, uh, it, a big store. Uh, every every major town and city had one, and um, shocking. But uh, as you say, again, um, there are a lot of small companies going under. No one is uh, no one is bulletproof from this uh, this the effects of this appalling mm. uh, appalling pan pandemic and the economic uh, knock-on effect it doesn't yeah. bode well for the high street that such a big store hasn't no. been able to survive but by the same token i think it does show the strength and the importance of the online world um, the fact that they believe that they can turn this this company around by going online and selling online and having that shop facility. And I suppose from our perspective, it shows the change in the strategy that they will have to have in order to promote the online, um, as opposed to obviously having these big shop-facing windows that, that people will pass. And the truth is, anyway, currently, isn't it? Clothes are not, you know... People are not buying as many clothes. If you look at the at the numbers of the what where people are spending their money currently, the money they're spending on clothes has dropped to what it would would have been over a year ago. Uh, but it's not that they're not spending money. Some people spend it, but they spend it in different places. And, I think people um, are wearing their pajamas out in this uh, <laughs> society we've got at the moment. But that's just about it. You, you, you're not putting yeah. on uh, your your best stuff to go out to to a restaurant on a Saturday night, yeah. are you? I've worn um, the same pair of tracksuit pants for the last ten months now. <laughs> Glad you said tracksuit. Thank God we're on Zoom. <laughs> Obviously, they've been washed in in between. I haven't worn oh, any pants when right it, when they've been changed. But um, I'm devastated by Debenhams. Do you know why? Because I absolutely loathe clothes shopping. Absolutely hate clothes shopping. But Debenhams used to have that personal shopper facility where you could book an appointment. Yeah, you went yeah. in. Yeah. It cost nothing. I mean, this is the amazing yeah. thing. It costs you nothing. You just go in. 
this this uh, well it was usually a girl but obviously it doesn't have to be but she she used to always um ask me what it was I was after um has far better taste than, well yeah she has far better taste than I ever have she'd then disappear for half an hour going around the shop grabbing all the stuff that I've just described yeah. and done she'd also grab some extra items that are on a similar theme but perhaps I might not have picked up She'd bring it back. In that half an hour, I'd just sit doing work and catching up on emails. She'd bring it all back. I'd try it all on, um, and I'd keep some stuff, not keep other stuff. If things didn't fit, she'd go back and get the right sizes. And I'd, I would I would just do a, like a bulk of clothes shopping in one foul swoop um, from the luxury of just sitting down and doing nothing. It was amazing and completely changed how I did clothes shopping. I never knew that was a service. Oh, it's I fabulous! Mean, my clothes shopping is uh, is a bit bit like the SAS. You know, know what I want, go in, get it, get out. Well, I, mine was as well, but sometimes if you had to get numerous items, you'd have to go to different stores, which I absolutely hated. Whereas because she knew all the way around the store and obviously knew her job far better than I do. Um, I could just say, look, I need X, Y, and Z. Can you go and get it for me, please? I mean, for example, I was going to an event and I was like, listen, I need an outfit for for tonight. I've put it off, put it off, and put it off. What can you do for me? And she go, right. What type of event is it? Well, it's quite. It was a red carpet event actually for a big. It was for the mobiles, you know. I don't want to. And we were on the VIP oh, well. carpet, and I was like, "Listen, I've put this off because I have no idea what I'm supposed to wear. I'm, I'm not cool. I don't look cool. How do you make me look cool without looking too try hard?" And off she went. She came back half an hour later with some brilliant options, and it was just yeah. So for if she's listening, it's highly unlikely. Uh, I can't remember your name, but you are quite literally a saint in my eyes, and um, I sincerely hope that if you have lost your job as a result of this, you find a job doing the same thing somewhere else. Tap me up, because I will go there and do all my shopping there instead. (laughs) (laughs) Anyhow, before I start bursting into tears about this, um, we should... It's a sad story. It is. Well, it's a good story, because Debenhams obviously still exist, just not in the the form of form. However, um, we are running on a theme. We've we last week we or last episode we covered the topic of what are the headaches of trying to market your business when you are locked away in your home. Of course, the pandemic is still ongoing. Um, it's got quite intense out there, various strands and infection rates, etc. So it is extremely restricted in terms of what people can do in their day-to-day lives and from a business perspective that massively restricts how you may or may not be able to promote or even function as a business. So uh, this next few episodes are all going to be run along the theme of how to address some of those issues. Last week we looked more about the the challenges of trying to do it from home uh, when your kids are stealing all the internet, when you're trying to uh, pretend that you know how to do uh, fifth grade algebra uh, whilst um, rapidly trying to Google the answers <laughs> and obviously try and run your business at the same time. One of those things that we actually mentioned as being a massive positive um, as a result of those, well, I suppose an unforeseen benefit and opportunity was Zoom which is the mm-hmm. online system that we're actually using just to record this podcast. No spoilers as to one of the positives we're going to suggest. Um, so we thought we would delve a bit more into this 
uh, software, this system, this setup, and try and cover how you can really use it to, I don't know, promote your business, build your network, um, sell your products, um, and hopefully on the back of this show, you'll all be Zoom gurus. You can go away and make a small fortune. Is that right, Chris? That's absolutely right, Mark. And Fat Larry has a lot to answer for because <laughs> Zoom has become the uh, the soundtrack of my my business and personal life since March uh, 2020. Um, <clears throat> if if those of those of you who are too young to remember Fat Larry. Google it. You'll love it. Google Fat Larry Zoom. Um, but Zoom, I couldn't have been without Zoom. It uh, it enabled me to to keep my business going, and the the beauty of it was for me when I when I first looked into it, because workshops just fell off a cliff for me. Couldn't do them. Couldn't meet people as of middle of March last year. Couldn't uh, couldn't go to sessions. Um, so I had to consider my uh, my options, and the the only option was to get to know something like Zoom. There are other platforms that do a similar sort of thing, but um, this one for me was uh, was good, and I think for a lot of other people would be would be the best because it's easy to set up, um, and you don't need to be technically gifted, and I'm not technically gifted, so it uh, it fitted the fitted like a glove with me uh, and as, as you get to know it better and better you do get to know it's uh, you do do get to know uh, the abilities and the facilities the extra bits and pieces that you can use which which we're going to go into in in, in a bit more detail but it um, it saved me it kept uh, it kept a, an income coming in for me in being able to change from workshops to webinars using zoom uh, we've picked Zoom. I mean, we have no financial allegiances with no. Zoom. We're not getting paid for promoting this, although, quite frankly, we should drop them an email uh, as a result of doing this. Uh, I suppose we mainly z- focused on it because it seems to be the more prevalent option that people go for. Do we have any experiences of any other similar ones? I think Microsoft Teams was a- another one which... I've yeah. I've heard of I haven't first hand experienced as such. Yeah, no, I, I've only been on it as a guest. Um, uh, I've not used it personally. I, I, I think I it's stick with what you know, isn't it? As, as what I went with, really. I, I was asked by a client to use Microsoft Teams, and um, <clears throat> it did strike me as being considerably more complicated for the uh, for the technically challenged. Um, <laughs> So I, I, it's not one I was ever going to swap to, but it is what you know. And uh, yeah. that particular company knew Microsoft Teams and and probably thought Zoom was uh, a step into the unknown. Um, so, um, so yeah, there's Microsoft Teams, there's Skype, there's FaceTime that people use, all yeah. the ones that were around beforehand that we knew about, um, but. Uh, Zoom for me is, uh, is is wins the day. And why specifically do we feel that Zoom is the most effective? What what are the applications that you can use for Zoom that perhaps you can't for say Skype or FaceTime? 
Oh, God, where do we start? I mean, there's a whole list of things, isn't there, that um, Zoom is good for. I think if, 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 it depends on how you look at it. For me, I use Skype. I used to use it talking to clients. Um, and then when we moved to Zoom, it was just like, well, we'd never go back to Skype. And it's, again, it's just it, it because for me, it's a lot easier, as Chris said, to navigate. Once you get your head around it and all the things it does, um, then it's literally just like having a... a inverted commas a virtual conversation isn't it with somebody uh, so it it feels it's always felt to me like it's a really user-friendly and for me user-friendly is pretty uh significant really so as for all the the things it has gosh where where do we start the, the list is endless isn't it and as you said we're on here now recording this on zoom aren't we um which then allows it to be t- t- turned into a podcast which as we know podcast is audio only so there's so many configurations of it uh, for your business whether it's just chatting with people or actually it's used as a training platform a networking platform there's just so many aspects of it that um or you know your quiz night with your family <laughs> you know that well, it could be that as well just today i've uh, i've had a networking i've been networking um I've got this podcast. I've had two one-to-one sales meetings, mm. and tonight um, I'm meeting four friends um, in the virtual pub. We, yeah. we we will be there with a couple of pints, and we'll uh, we'll put the world to rights. Uh, <laughs> and that we're from all over the country, so we we wouldn't have been meeting otherwise, and that's been great for the five of us because we've known each each other for twenty five, thirty years maybe, um, and we used to get together a couple of times a year, um, and this we're now getting together on Zoom once a fortnight uh, for a pint, and it's just it's just fabulous from that from that aspect. I mean, uh, it, the the removal of border challenges and geographical issues is is probably one of the most impressive. Well, the irony is this technology has been around for ages, but no one seems to have particularly used it until now. No, and no. Um, certainly for me personally, on the likes of LinkedIn, um, building a, a network beyond sort of the the county boundaries has always been something that you kind of think about doing. But quite often when you start a conversation on LinkedIn, it might involve a rather arduous, long-winded exchange of messages or emails. You might get a telephone conversation, but because you can't look people or into the whites of their eyes, and I suppose it's still not as good as looking into the whites of the eyes of someone in person perhaps, um, but you can still face-to-face see people. And I think... It adds a personal ability to meet with someone who's mm. hundreds of miles away, um, but without, you know, without losing some of the benefits you get from that face-to-face contact. Yeah, yeah, quite yeah. agree. Quite agree. I, I'm I'm just about to do some business with um, with somebody who I met. Well, I've known known him a little while, but he moved to Chelmsford and we we lost contact. And he contacted me again through LinkedIn, uh, coincidentally with your story. Um, 
and we spoke on Zoom this morning, and I'm doing some work for him in in February, which which is great. Um, mm-hmm. But that wouldn't have happened um, without without the, all these circumstances coming together. Really, With 22 million UK users, LinkedIn offers a fabulous opportunity to find your ideal clients and to stay ahead of your competition. But what do these future clients currently find when they visit your profile? First impressions count. So, are you proud of your fantastic profile because it is client ready and written with them in mind? Or do you look at it and wonder how you could do better because you are not generating leads? My Marketing Guy works with those who want to take advantage of the amazing potential offered by LinkedIn. So, for more details, please email guy at mymarketingguy.co.uk to arrange an initial consultation. Remember, your next client is on LinkedIn. And Elaine, would you would you go back? Would you go, no when when lockdown unleashes us from our shackles? Mm-hmm. Uh, will you still use Zoom for arranging face-to-face meetings with people? And would that include local meetings as well as people who might be further afield? Uh, yes, I would, actually. Um, it's a massive yes for me, really. Um, I think that, that, like Chris said, I, you know, if I looked at my, my diary the, over this last seven days alone, I probably had on average three Zooms a day varying lengths and things and I think there's a lot of that I wouldn't really want to change um there's some awards without doubt I do what you know definitely want to meet up with people again but actually when you think about meaningful conversations it's very different than picking a phone up than zoom um because as you say you can you could you feel like you're meeting somebody like you will have done you're meeting someone for the first time on zoom it's it actually feels like you've got a, a You've got to know them better than you would if you just picked the phone up and spoke to them, without doubt. So yeah. I would definitely do that. I think you can you can meet a lot more people very quickly if you on Zoom. Um, so I, I I won't be dropping it. I'll, I'll obviously I will be doing some face to face stuff. Of course I will, but I certainly uh, won't be switching all my business back to face to face. Yeah, you can pack. You can. Sorry, go on, Chris. No, I think there's going to be that. Uh, that people have referred to it as the happy hybrid uh, for for all of us, where we we mix we mix the Zoom and the face to face as and when preferred, um, and we can still do that business with people who are hundreds of miles away because we've we've found out that we can. It's not a barrier. Mm. Um, so that's still going to happen, and that might happen more and more for for smaller companies like ours and uh, owners of companies that that listen to these podcasts as well, because um, that's what the that's what these podcasts are for. Um, mm. So the flexibility of, uh, of of Zoom with with the with those meetings and putting webinars on, uh, networking, socialising the lot. Um, it's just a fabulous opportunity which will stay around Uh, so before we get stuck into the features of zoom that you can use to to 
I don't know, enhance meetings, in participate in networking events or host them even, socialise or do the likes of webinars. Uh, in terms of cost, there is a free version of Zoom, isn't there? The, it gives you some limited functionality. And I think um, if ever you've watched, uh, I can't remember what the name of the film is now, there's a film that they've done where the length of the film lasts the length of the free version of Zoom, which is just oh, under no. an hour. Um, and obviously everyone gets wiped out, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> within that period um there is a i think it's a 14 pound a month which is sort of an entry pro version where you get pretty much all of the 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 um all of the functionalities bar a few bits yeah. and pieces and then i think there's a more expensive one which is about 60 pound a month which is i think more for the bigger organizations that that yeah. need it yeah. on a much bigger scale so it's it's quite effective uh, you can use zoom can't you on mobiles tablets laptops so it's yeah. very user friendly it's very accessible for people there's no excuse of oh i don't have a computer it's like great have you got a tablet no i don't have a tablet do you have a mobile phone uh, 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 yes, right. Well, you can do Zoom then, sunshine. Uh, we, we've had that conversation with people many a time. Uh, so it is very good. So let's get stuck into some of the features then. Who wants to go first? What what, what are some of the great features that you've come across? I'll start with you, Chris. What Which ones are your particular favourites? Favourite features? Wow. Um, the, uh, I suppose... The the ability to um, the ability to talk to people, I suppose, in a networking environment, the ability to be to be put into different rooms. You can you can open up, or the host, the host of the uh, of the meeting can can open up rooms to allow people to uh, to talk to one another in a, on a more confidential basis. So you might have a uh, a meeting of 20 people you could divide them into uh, five lots of four and put them in into into five different rooms um this could apply equally to to networking it could also apply to uh, to uh, uh, company meetings so if a if a spot of uh, teamwork brainstorming or coming up with uh, different ideas solving problems problems with with your team is concerned then all coming back to the the main meeting um it, it, it's that there is a there is quite a uh, it's quite a good um feature of of the uh, of zoom I'm, I'm struggling for words here because um you love it difficult. so much <laughs> it's, well it's difficult to describe isn't it in ease easily if if people haven't used it before it's a bit like when you go to one of those seminars and there's a big room of people and then they make you go off onto a separate table with a smaller group of folk and do an exercise together or something like that, isn't it? Much Exactly. Or, or perhaps yeah. when you turn up to a, a networking event and you're all sitting in a, a crowd of people and afterwards you can just go off and have a, a coffee with someone or perhaps a, a smaller yeah. number of people and have a more personalised chinwag. It's much the same concept except electronic. It is, uh, it is, and and it's uh, yes, it, it does the same job as uh, as you would would be doing on a face to face basis, as you say. Big big benefit for me that. Elaine, what's one of your faves? One of my faves. Um, well, it's doing presentations really, is it? Sharing your slides, you can do all of that. So it's you know again, these things are easy when you know how. But the the uh, there's loads of tutorials. 
around Zoom. So you never you'd be never sure to find out how to do these things. So um, and you know you're being aware that actually you can mute people. So you're doing your presentation because that that's the if you're making that transition into doing something like that online, um, your, your skill set is what you're talking about. Your skill set is not necessarily the IT techie side. Um, so it's making yourself really familiar with that before you you know you do it live with an with an audience um but it but the, you know the facilities of the features of it and the things you can do are really uh, are really good um so other, other than that for me i'd say um the one-to-one -one communications are very quick why would you not do it you know if you think about you're ringing someone for 15 minutes why don't you just zoom them 15 minutes because you can then share stuff that you might want to them to see you could share uh, a proposal that you're putting together you can share things you know you can't do that on the phone so there's it's just it's it can be very instant if you use it in the right way Elaine um, do you want so to explain that screen share a little more because um, if people haven't seen it um, they mightn't just understand what's going on here yeah sure it's I mean when you're in zoom it's it's you know, you see it as one of the features on your screen and it's literally what it means is that you can share something. So you've got a presentation open in the background, which could, you know, is what you want to talk about. And you are able to share those slides with the people on, on the Zoom call with you um, and, you know, go through the presentation as you would as if they were in a room. So it's, um, it, yeah, and obviously there's even more you can do than that really, but that fundamentally, you can do the same thing that you do in a room. You can do it on Zoom, but it's just you know guessing that upskilling yourself, if you like, to make use of all those those features. Screen screen share uh, for me as well. Um, if I'm on a one to one with somebody, and I'm explaining, I mean, a lot of what I talk about it to people is LinkedIn. Um, I can share my LinkedIn screen and show them what I mean. You know, oh. if if I say, well, look. You are able to you're able to change your background, but I don't know how to do that. Well, I'll show you. Let's. I'll just share my screen. I'll walk you through it, and you can you can show them how to do things, um, where the project section is. When, and but it's not just not just LinkedIn. It could be an Excel spreadsheet you're showing somebody. It could be anything anything from an educational point of view yeah. is absolutely fabulous um, to to be able to share and demonstrate and show and so on. Mm. Um, and so, so as a sales aide, it's um, it, it, it's 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 pretty well up there for me. It is, it is, and you think about that as well. That you could record that. So you were mm. showing somebody, and you say, "I'll record it," and um, you know, so you're not having to remember it. I'll send yeah. you the link after, and you can look at it again in your own time. So, I haven't been that brave yet. <laughs> but there's so many so many things to it i think that's uh you know and, and of course it depends on what you need need it for in your business doesn't it um you know how much you use all the the bells and whistles that it's got really i guess yeah i mean the break the breakout rooms one that you use chris uh mentioned earlier uh, we use for shameless new plug the new networking business that we've have started called new gen networking uh, link in the show notes uh, but we we use the breakout rooms to send people but in between where we send them out to go and have those personalized one-to-one -one meetings we do a presentation so we share um the the powerpoint yeah. presentation to people on their screen so they can see um i've done 
awards events so a bit like you know when the oscars when you have the nominations are and there's a sort of a vt clip that shows all the shortlisted people for that particular award. Is um, that the Mobos that you had your uh, <laughs> had your special outfit for? Mark? I wish I was younger, thinner, and I, I wouldn't say trendier uh, from the Mobos. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, so you, I, I was able to share these videos and have music in the background so that people could experience that on their screen again using the share screen option and like you chris if for example i've built a new website for somebody and i want to show them either the back end and how they can do things for themselves or if we're doing some minor amendments to something and and i can do it live i can share the screen and we can almost do it live and they can see what's happening as it's doing almost real time so it's a it's a fantastic tool both of those things very much so uh chris sorry go on elaine I was going to say one, it just it fits there really actually, is the chat box. So you can, you know, there's a chat box and you can put yeah. questions in. And then at the end of the session, you could, people can download the chat box. So if obviously if everybody's put their details in of contact details, uh, as long as the person hosting it allows you to do it, you can download it. And then so you, you then get that in a, you know, a, a text format, all these people's contact details. Um, which is, you know, is another great idea, isn't it? You can do that. I mean, the chat feature allows you to sort of do a general chat. So if you're in a room of multiple people, you can post a message to everyone, or you can actually have a personalised conversation with a specific individual if you want to keep yes. it private. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or ask the host questions about what's going on as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what what other cool features have we got on uh, Zoom that we like? A very cool feature is the uh, the ability to have a professionally branded background. Mark, I have I have a fabulous professionally branded background. So if I'm talking to somebody, as I was earlier, uh, in a in a sales environment, uh, I'm not sitting. In front of my, uh, I was going to say, I was going to say bedroom taps. Then I got rooms mixed up. Um, I yeah. really, I am really glad you don't do this podcast from the bathroom. <laughs> in in front of uh, in front of kitchen taps or uh, or in front of you know chaos in the background we've all seen it on television where people people have um, with news items where kids have come running in and toys are all over the place and uh, i mean it's quite funny it's quite endearing in a lot of ways but if you want to present a good business image get a good business background that is there when you uh, when it sits behind you when you're talking to your your sales uh, prospect and uh, if you want to know somebody who can can fix that for you well he's just about to tell you that he's got one himself <laughs> oh uh, another shameless plug eh? shameless plugs going on today they're all they're all for mark <laughs> <laughs> it has it has to be one of the, the the most fun parts of it. You can have so much fun, can't you, Elaine? I mean, you're currently sitting in a, an amazing library of stuff. I am. Um, but you you can have any sort of and the background features are better if you do have a green screen. It is worth investing if you're going to do a lot of these. 
in yeah. a, a green screen. And again, we'll we'll stick a link in the show notes for for how to get a sort of a really really reasonably priced one. Um, the bigger the better sometimes, and the the price isn't awfully different to a degree it's not much more different for a bigger one it's more a case of where you're doing these meetings and how easily you want it up or down um but you can do some great things with them i i have all sorts of videos running and different backgrounds you can have different locations um it's a bit what what's the favorite what's the best background you've seen elaine so far on your zoom experience um i think one of the well most memorable anyway clearly because it's the one that's just popped into my head was that somebody sitting in um, a private jet that was quite um, quite intriguing because I didn't actually know this person either when I saw them the first time I'm like oh my word this is impressive and um, then obviously I realized it wasn't real (laughs) but um, yeah that was that was quite impressive and memorable when I speak to my friends tonight um, for our virtual pint, uh, I'll be in the Caribbean on a beach. <laughs> <laughs> because we can't be otherwise. Now, you mentioned it earlier, Elaine, um, as a, a great feature, and it's one that's worth touching upon in a, a touch more detail. It's the record feature that you have. Yeah. So you are able to record what you're doing whilst you're yeah. on the Zoom call. Yes, you are. I'm just sort of a heads up on that is is it, when you're going to record something, let the people know on it that you are recording it. You shouldn't be recording it if you haven't told them oh, you are. Right. Um, so you record it, and so what that allows you to do is to, it, it's um, it's an once you press record, it automatically records the whole thing until you actually close it. So you don't uh, when it saves it once you've closed, it, even though you you might stop it before you finish. Um, only when you actually close the meeting does it then start transferring it into a, a folder for you and it does it um, in an audio and a video I think is it called video I think they call it uh, so it does it in a couple of folders for you so uh, it's yeah so then obviously it allows you then to send that to people as an audio link if you want to or an mp3 or an mp4 whichever uh, works for you best and of course, as you said, we do it. We do it for the podcast, so it means you can do a video version and then convert that, if you're clever, into an audio version. So, so there's lots of lots of opportunities. You can you can actually do them a Facebook Live, can't you, via Zoom? Um, yeah, I believe. Yeah, I haven't tried it, but I believe you can do that. So again, another great thing, isn't it? I suppose the reason why you would want, or why you'd get excited, or perhaps I'm just sad about having a video and an audio file is the flexibility in the platforms that you can then apply them Mm. to so videos are obviously ideal for youtube videos as chris will uh, tell you again and again are great content for social media but the audio files can be used for the likes of podcasts or if you're as you say elaine doing a training session of some description it can become a a, a training audio file that can perhaps go on to the back end of your website and be sold as a, a product. Um, Absolutely. I, have you done much recording uh, on the Caribbean whilst drinking in the pub, Chris? Or <laughs> uh, what about your webinars? Would you ever consider doing that? I'd consider it, but I haven't done it yet. Um, I mean, I've, one of one of them was recorded, and um, 
and given to a client on request. Um, but I'm reluctant to I'm reluctant to to record them. I've had this conversation, I think, with Elaine a few times, and um, it's something that I it's something that's still still in the melting pot. Unfortunately, it's been in that melting pot for about a, a year. <laughs> And um, by the time I get round to making a decision, it might have melted. So. <laughs> might be a chocolate fondue by that time. Yes, then. <laughs> yes. But we all like chocolate fondue, so that's Absolutely. okay. Ten minutes, ten days, ten actions is brought to you by Two Summit Up. Expert sales tips and advice provided in a structured, bite-sized way for only ninety-seven pounds. Learn how to improve your processes with 10-minute podcasts provided each day for 10 days, which you can listen to from the comfort of your own home, office, or whilst out and about. For more information, visit 2summitup.co.uk forward slash 10-actions. You mentioned about Facebook and being able to link it in. I suppose that's probably one of the best features of Zoom as a software platform because it's become so popular. It's mm. therefore been able to build linked relationships with a number of other platforms so that you can sort of use it or tie it in with tools that you might already be using on a regular basis. Now, Elaine, last week you mentioned Calendly as being the tool of the week. Um, mm. And if you want to if you want to find out more about that, go to the episode 40 show notes and you'll find a link there. Now, Calendly is one way you can book appointments or allow people to book appointments online. You can actually create it uh, so that um, it's a Zoom event and it, uh, because the two speak to one another when someone books in for a Zoom appointment, Zoom will automatically generate the link for them. It'll send them the calendar entry so that you won't have to mess around in creating it, sending emails and doing all the other stuff. And I suppose that's definitely a, a positive that I found with Zoom is is the ability to use it really quickly and easily through other platforms. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, it is. I mean, it's, you know... It, the thing is when prior to all of this going on zoom was used but it i mean it's obviously stepped up massively so they, they've just worked on enhancing it you know all this all over these months and they've, they're doing it a great job that it integrates with so many things so it's so it's, you know anything that saves time in a, in the business it's got to be a good thing isn't it so the currently as you say is fantastic isn't it? that you automatically get get that then and um you're not you're not then chasing around for a link or you're not you thinking oh that's another you know note to myself i've got to set that up anything like that is just uh it's just great for small businesses um yeah so really big positive now as peter parker that's easy for me to say as peter parker was once told with great power comes great responsibility there is always a double-edged sword to these things isn't there uh, <laughs> zoom is a, a wonderful wonderful tool however if not used properly can cause all kinds of problems so who would like to come up who would like to go first chris perhaps you would like to come first with your your biggest pitfall that you would stress people be wary of when using Zoom? Zoom relies heavily 
on uh, on a good broadband signal. Mm. I think we've probably all been in uh, um, <clears throat> all all been in meetings or networking dues with with a couple of Norman Colliers who and, and you, you you managed to grasp every second word. And for those of you who don't know who Norman Collier is, <laughs> please please Google Norman don't Collier. Google him, yeah. Uh, you, you, uh, right after it, Fat Jack or whatever his name was. <laughs> fat Larry, Fat Larry. Um, uh, but uh, you... you you just hear every other word and can't understand mm. some the whole sequence of the of the conversation is lost the whole meaning is lost so that's the biggest pitfall that i've experienced is is other people's dodgy broadband mine touch wood touch wood is uh, has held up pretty well yeah. I, I think that's something you've got to bear in mind elaine um when certainly when you're doing it with somebody else and you're trying to show them something is that Zoom's reliant upon you having a good internet speed and them having a good internet well, speed. Yeah. It can't be one yeah. or the other. So one of the things I come across quite regularly is when people try and share their screen, they don't realise how much bandwidth it uses for both people at both ends. And yeah. if they then try and do, for example, a video or to do an audio file, or they try to do something clever whilst having a bad internet connection, it will fail miserably so the video will lag and the audio will go on ahead of the video so what they're seeing and what they're hearing won't be it won't be synchronized and even if you're watching it and it looks perfectly fine what they're receiving at their end because their internet's poorer than yours might be completely different and i think quite often people don't bear in mind those challenges yeah yeah we've all let's just say we've all been on the end of those haven't we um and of course the other one is is the muting thing um is you know everybody's saying can you hear me that's so it's like it's one of the phrases of the year, isn't it? Or last year? Can you hear me? <laughs> yes. Next slide, please. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So, um, I, particularly, I'm talking presentation-wise now. Um, is you, I can't stress enough: is get yourself well prepared beforehand for everything that you need to press, do, or otherwise. And actually, so you know, if, if particularly if you've got a large audience, do you want them to be you know all muted and you control that? You know, is it just the listening thing? Um, you know, and equally to remember, if you're in the, if you're using the chat box, uh, it could, it can be hard to see that when you're presenting um, as well. So sometimes best to have someone else who's looking at the chat box for you. Yes, so there's, yes. There's definite like learnings like that, um, but probably the worst one which I, I saw on the internet was the poor lady who, all in the early days, who went off to the to the loo and left the bathroom door open, uh, not realising that she may have muted herself, but that didn't mean that people couldn't see her. <laughs> it was <laughs> like, oh my god! Uh, so there's this, yeah. I think there's probably less of those things happen now as people have got a bit more savvy with it. But um, yes, there's a few watch outs for sure. <laughs> it always baffles me, Chris. This is one of the things I've, I've come across on Zoom: how unaware people are of how noisy their own environment is. The number of times when I've... Uh, I mean, there's been a couple of situations. There's been a couple of situations where we've had an event on and we've kind of wanted everyone to be unmuted uh, to, to create that more natural 
sort of interaction. You know, the almost the banter that goes with yeah. um, with being in a room. Um, however, sort of stressing at the beginning that if it gets noisy, would you do us a favour and just mute yourself? And yet, people don't mute themselves, or yeah. you have everyone muted, and people who don't want to be told that they have to be muted will unmute themselves. When I don't know, the three-year-old kids are running around bashing pans and pots, or the dogs going <laughs> mental, or and this is the, this is the most annoying one. Um, somebody's sitting next to them watching TV, so all you can hear is their TV. They're sitting in exactly the same room, and they won't be muted, Um, and yet nobody can hear anything because of this bloody TV. And there's your gardener and my creaky chair. Elaine, oh, well, Elaine's little Miss Perfect, isn't she? <laughs> One of the other things I would probably stress as a, a a warning caution is to use the security settings on uh, Zoom. So when you create an event, um, now it might be for a one-to-one meeting, it's not that important, but if you're doing an event that you're going to publicise to your public to try and get people to come um, and mm. you're going to include the link then you need to try and make sure that it's ticketed in such a way where there is a password that allows you to enter the event and only the people who have verified that they want to come get that password because I have heard of stories of people having PTA meetings and uh, people with nothing better to do in their lives jumping on and either saying something or doing something or posting something or showing something that's offensive and then diving straight out of that meeting and by just adding the simple measure of a password stops idiots like that from being able to spoil your your awards do your networking events or your your meeting or your webinar where you might want to keep it very professional or you might have an audience that really shouldn't be exposed to that kind of content yeah good advice Fab. So, have we done Zoom there? I think I think we've been quite comprehensive in the benefits. I don't think we. I don't think we've mentioned the amazing savings that are to be made by, you know, not having to travel down to London by meeting people. You know, the yeah. person I met this morning, as I say, was was he was in Chelmsford. One of them. The mm. other one was local, but the other one was in Chelmsford. Couldn't have uh, couldn't have done that. No, expensively otherwise. No, as a Yorkshireman, I'm always up for saving a few pennies. Big, big savings <laughs> to be made. But um, no, I do, I do have a message true. from our from our sponsor. Larry. That's part Larry. Anyway, enough, Larry. <laughs> Great song. Great song. <laughs> uh, just finally, then, just to wrap this up. Has this changed the way that you do business and how you market your business? Has it generated you work as a result of this tool? And if so, how? And I will start with you, Chris. Um, I was going to say 100%, but it's not 100%. It's a, it's a decent percentage. Um, but yes, it's changed the way I look at things, and I will carry on doing uh, doing Zoom meetings. I can meet more people more hassle-free i'm not arriving after uh after driving 200 miles arriving hot and bothered in the sun in the in the summer or you know a, a treacherous journey in the winter it's just 
you walk into your your home office you you you, you sit down it's 10 o'clock log on you, you're meeting them so let's um uh, let's not underestimate that um that will that will stay with me uh, i'll carry on doing that without question and you elaine yeah, definitely the same. I've a shameless plug here. I launched a, a six-week program. Um, I decided I'm going to do it before Christmas. Launched it just in January, and the six people on it all live up different places in the country. I would never have thought about uh, doing that beforehand, and now I'm going to plan them right through the year. So you know, it, it's just great, and it, obviously for them, it's great because they're meeting people that are not in their area either. So it's opening their network up further. So yeah, huge, huge plus. And the, the, as you say, the thing is, you don't even think about it now. It, I'd do it as an automatic thing, whereas 12 months ago, I wouldn't have thought of it doing it that it's, way. It's changed an awful lot of businesses. Absolutely. Yeah. We've done Zoom thoroughly. Uh, before we uh, wrap up the show, we usually give you a tool or a resource that we recommend you check out to perhaps help you. Um, have we got one this week? Uh, yes, I have, Mark. And it's it's Fiverr. Many people will, will know and have used Fiverr, spelt F-I-V-E-R-R. Don't forget the two R's at the end. particular reason I have used it in the past and would use it in the future is for, is for voiceovers. Absolutely fabulous uh, facility for voiceovers. The choice um, can be tailored to suit the, the particular requirement. If you're needing a voiceover for an introduction to a video or, an, or, or do they call them out, outros now, Mark? Is that the whole uh, <laughs> thing? Intros and outros. Um, or drops. You know, it dep- <laughs> depends how cool you want to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, brilliant from, from that point of view. And can just make your uh, your video or your advert or whatever it might be just be that little bit more professional by using uh, a, a professionally a professional actor actress whatever uh, using Fiverr's voiceover facility. Fantastic! Yeah, highly recommend Fiverr. It's great. Uh, there are some uh, people who aren't always necessarily as good as they might profess. There's there's a few IP right issues on there as well there's there's people who offer stuff which is quite clearly a blatant and flagrant breach of people's uh intellectual property so do be careful but yes it's fab if you get the right people i'm restricting my recommendation to to voiceovers lots of of other stuff on there but uh but voiceovers and you can hear them before you before you book them as well and then send a simple script over they they interpret the script. You have the opportunity to either reject it, ask them to do it again, uh, or or accept it. And um, it's good. It's simple. It's cheap, and it's quick. Fantastic. So that's the tool of the week. So we've we've done Zoom. We've given you a tool. We've given you a bit of news. Wow. We've uh, we've been a. It's a busy old episode. Is that so? Hopefully you've enjoyed it. If you have done, give us a review on the platform that you use to listen to your podcasts. If you've got a question, then you can send it to gofish at thepodstation.co.uk or a topic suggestion. If Zoom 
wants to send us a massive check for the enormous amount of promotion we've just given them, then please feel free to do so. We will take checks, although having received a check from a grandma over Christmas and having still got it in my wallet because there's no ability to bank it, uh, there's just nowhere to bank it. And if you do go and bank it, you're risking life and limb. So I've realised how dated checks are. Um, so perhaps, perhaps just a, a back transfer will be quite nice soon. That's okay. Uh, so that would be good um, give us a follow on social media you can check us out on at go underscore fish marketing or if they want to get in touch with us or follow us on social media uh, individually how can they get hold of you Chris LinkedIn just my name Chris Roxburgh R-O-X-B-U-R-G-H the other social media is just Google Guy for Marketing they'll all come up Elaine if they want to get in touch with you on social media how can they find you or where Find me on LinkedIn um, mainly, so that's Elaine Atherton, obviously. And then my website is www.tosummitup.com. That's two M's in the middle. <laughs> Fantastic. And if you want to find me, we're on all. I'm on all of the platforms, so you can either find me as Mark R. Pollard as a handle on all of the platforms, or Funky Vibes with a three instead of an E at the end because of that bugger who stole it first. Um, <laughs> brilliant. Well, Get thank you. Bridge. Yeah, exactly. Um, so next week, we should hopefully be sticking with the topic, the uh, pandemic topic and doing email marketing. We're going to have a guest, hopefully, um, to cover this, what we've described as a socially distanced form of communication. Um, so all being well, that should be what we're touching on in a fortnight's time. So you can check that out. Uh, in the meantime, thank you very much for listening, guys. We hope you've enjoyed it. And thank you very much, Chris and Elaine, for your uh, your wonderful input. Thank you for your hosting Thanks, skills, Mark. Thank you. We'll catch you next time, guys. See you later now. Bye. Get social at go underscore fish marketing on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter.